0: Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today. So grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. Welcome back to the podcast, friend. This is episode number 85. And today we are discussing the homestead spectrum, urban and suburban backyard farms and how intense you have to be to call yourself a homesteader. In this episode, I'm going to share the honest truth of our setup, and I hope it'll help you. You can build the simple homestead lifestyle you want, regardless if you live in the city, a neighborhood, or out in the middle of nowhere on 100 acres. So many of us love to romanticize the country life and living off the land. It is a fairy tale that for many, it just can't happen for various reasons. But we can, however, bring only the best parts of homesteading to right where you're at. What I call the homestead spectrum allows all of us to pick and choose the pieces of this lifestyle that we want and leave the rest of the nonsense and hard work behind. On one end, you can be a homesteader at heart in an apartment building canning all kinds of veggies from the farmer's market and making your own sourdough bread without any of your chickens or even a garden bed. Curating and customizing the life you want right where you are at right now is possible without waiting. We've done it in a backyard in a neighborhood. 20 years ago, before we moved to this property, we had a tiny backyard and neighboring houses backing up to us looking right into our kitchen window, just like so many other people have. In our small backyard, we had a tiny garden, strawberry patch, and we loved to plant pumpkins for the kiddos. We went to the Saturday's farmer market to buy local produce and we cooked for our family with scratch recipes. Of course, we dreamed of being on the full other end of the homestead spectrum on hundreds of acres in the middle of nowhere. Growing all of our own food and veggies, milking goats and cows off grid and totally self-sufficient was our dream. However, that is not a reality for most of us and we just have to make our dreams happen with the resources we have at the moment. And I'm not encouraging you to give up your dream of going all in, moving out and going extreme. But what I'm here to tell you is that you don't have to wait If you can't make the full shift right now, most of you that have been around for a while know that my husband is a fire chief here in Kansas City, Missouri, and we are required to live inside the city limits. When we moved to this property over 20 years ago, we were in a bit of a dilemma, a family fork in the road. Our heart's desire was to live out into the country, raise our four babies on a farm, and enjoy self-sufficiency living off the land. Lots of land. However, reality wasn't going to allow that. At the time, I was a stay-at-home mom, and our only income was from my firefighter husband that worked for the Kansas City Fire Department. My husband had his dream job, but it required us to have an address inside the city limits. He had two conflicting family dreams going on, which actually happens a lot. Our dreams weren't completely matching up with our circumstances, and many of you are feeling the same way. Our answer was a small four-acre farm on the very north end of the city. We are basically on the city limit line right here. For us to follow our full dream, he would have had to quit his dream job. And don't think we didn't have a conversation about that. It was an option on the table for a while, and it actually could be again when he retires in the future, although I doubt it. We are on the absolute furthest corner of the city limits, and I can see that line right here from my office window. But we are inside the line and continuing to build our dream homestead life right where we are without that sprawling acreage on only four acres. And I'm going to tell you the honest truth. Those of us that have an urban farm, are in a neighborhood or a small space, I believe we're at an advantage in some ways. Yes, it can be a blessing to have a smaller space. We have to, but we also get to, curate the exact lifestyle aspects of the homesteading dream, allowing the highest of priorities of what we love to take up our time and our space. It's actually genius, and I'll explain why. This really is the way to go. What I'm not sure you are aware of is that we are truly only using the back two acres for our small farming setup. I'm telling you that a smaller space, even in your neighborhood backyard, can be a gift because it requires you to be efficient, plan out what you're interested in, and build the life you want. I have talked to so many friends and homesteaders that live on huge properties, and it can be pretty overwhelming. They don't have to be careful and plan out their space like we do, and many of them end up walking back some of their original decisions of adding specific animals and projects to their land because they're just overwhelmed. Our home sits off the road a bit, so half of our acreage is in the front yard. We have planted our nut and fruit trees in the front, as well as our bee berry. But for the most part, our front yard is not used for our farm activities. It makes for a nice curb appeal, but for usable space, most of it is wasted. Now last fall, we moved some of our berry patches up front. So we are making progress and have more plans to utilize the front. But for now, we have the small farm mullet going on over here. Business in the front, party in the back. Like I mentioned, this lack of space is a blessing and requires us to be intentional, just like if you are in a neighborhood planning out your backyard space. I love how shifting our perspective from my space is too small to I only have space for my absolute favorite things. You will be an expert and very successful at those few things you choose to pursue in your backyard. You will be organized, high producing, and have so much more time on your hands in a smaller space. Do you see where I'm going with this? Sometimes it's a blessing to be flat broke and have a tiny space. We made better decisions because our resources were tight all the way around evaluating our priorities and planning were key to making it all happen. So as of this recording, we are still celebrating all things Kansas City. We had a fun little getaway downtown in the city for Valentine's. The chief planned out a fabulous night on the town to celebrate. And then with our recent Super Bowl win, the citywide parade was the following day. We had a swanky hotel suite in the town overlooking the city and the parade route. On Valentine's night, we had amazing dinner out and the city was buzzing with excitement and fireworks. The day of the parade was magical and at times overwhelming with a million people packed into only a few blocks. All of that to tell you is our property is only 25 minutes from the middle of downtown. Those of us with backyard farms, whether urban or suburban, do get the best of both worlds. I'll be honest, when we got home from the parade, it was nice to go out back, relax with the goats, and enjoy the peace and quiet of our property. I love the gardens, fresh eggs, and all the things that come with a farm. But I'll admit, I do love the city too. Now, when I was fresh out of grad school working in the finance industry, I was not a fan of the long hours in the commute in rush hour. However, now that I don't have to go there every day, I love going into town for a foodie meal, the first Friday's art district, and the plaza shopping. Because I'm not on a 100-acre farm three hours away, I can head into town whenever I want. Of course, I still dream of living way out in the middle of nowhere, and maybe someday when the chief retires, we will, but we might not. I love the fact that I can be at Target or my favorite local coffee shop in only 15 minutes to meet a girlfriend for a quick catch-up. These are the benefits of urban and suburban backyard farms. This homestead spectrum is vast and has room for all of us from the apartment renters all the way to the other side of the off-grid in middle of nowhere. That is the beauty of it. We get to pick and choose what pieces we want to take and which ones don't work for us right now. We can change our minds every single season. Go further in, deeper to self-sufficiency or reel it in if you're in a busy season of life and just don't wanna grow your own onions that season. You are probably tired of hearing me say that this homestead lifestyle is not a one-size-fits-all. You can live in the middle of nowhere on 50 acres, or you can live in a neighborhood. You can raise chickens, or you can buy your eggs at the store. You can grow row crops and eat every meal from your land, Or you can have a tomato salsa garden in a container on your patio. You can bake your own sourdough without yeast, or you can buy your bread at the grocery. You can homeschool or put your kiddos on a bus. The beauty of a small farm is that you have to make wise choices because you don't have a ton of space and resources don't fall into the trap of being jealous of those homesteading folks you're watching on Instagram or YouTube. Some of them that I know are miserable because they've expanded and added more than they can handle, and now they're hustling harder than they did back in the corporate world. A small farm can be a blessing in disguise to help you from getting overwhelmed, overrun by too many animals that eat up all your resources, time, feed, money, and literally your pastures. And best of all, you grow only what you love. 20 years after living here at the Gracefield Homestead, I'm grateful that I didn't get what I wanted back then. This curated life is exactly how it should be for us and it's uniquely ours. We have vertical gardens that grow up, and our space savers. Our chicken coop space was well planned out to allow a mixed flock with ducks and a sassy turkey. Our goats have two small pastures to frolic in the back. We grow most of our own produce, and we are a well-oiled machine over here with permaculture processes in place to utilize every garden scrap, wheelbarrow of manure, and thriving compost bins, all in our tiny space. Be encouraged that you don't have to wait to get on the homestead spectrum. Jump in wherever you want and don't wait until you have to move way out into the country on a huge farm. You can curate the dream backyard farm right where you're at. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Gracefield Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Gracefield Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own grace-filled grit.